0: Everyone, welcome to 1010 Would Recommend. It is I, Talani
1: Tolly, and me, Gina. How are you? I am very, very good, thank you. How are you, my love? I'm good. You don't sound it. Well, the country's mourning today, aren't we? Aren't they? I would say we, but neither. I I mean, the country is very, very sad today
0: because all hopes of ever taking it anywhere near home has has left the building. It is, yeah, it missed the last train and it surely is not coming
1: home. Yeah trying to come home got lost on the way home no longer coming it's no longer here but i feel like as british people
0: how foreign is losing to the brits (laughs) not not to be negative i feel like like my british sense has this kind of like we tried Mm. i think richness like credits
1: we tried yeah you're right you're probably right yeah they should put that on passport control when you get to england yeah we (laughs) tried welcome to england we tried we tried yeah yeah i don't know i feel like i suppose this this is relevant because it, it was on tv yes i've never been somebody who's been interested in football and i think that it's cool like, mm-hmm. you know, much like I think any, any sport on TV is like cool. I was going to say, do you watch any sporting activities? I'm like one of those people who cops out because like when the Olympics is on, I watch like, I watch running because there's always, There's always a Jamaican killing There's in always it. a Jamaican killing it, yeah. well, like, etc. Or I watch like, I absolutely love watching ice skating. Or synchronized that is swimming. so random. I know, I know. Love. I know what swimming. you mean by swimming. synchronized
0: swimming. There is, I find it fascinating. fascinating. Like, how Isn't are it? you contouring your body to be doing all of that? You magicians.
1: It's so amazing. So I do watch some of those things, but in general, and I think it's because I've just always had like a very complicated relationship with like the aggressiveness that comes with football. Yeah, it's very hooliganism. That that passion, I just yeah. can't. I can't relate. There's absolutely nothing. You know on know I was
0: watching it and being like, what do I care about this much? There is nothing. That I'm not a part of. Not, exactly. Like, there was nothing. There was. I mean, I say that I did have to walk out of the restaurant when I was watching it during the penalties because my heart literally thought it was going to come out of my chest. And I yeah. was like, I don't need to have hypertension because of an England squad. I'm going to go for a walk.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just went for a walk and the streets were silent as it happened wow. yeah it, it was a really weird surreal moment and I went back in but I generally I, I do quite enjoy watching sports I mean I don't watch football I just think it's a very long game yeah, but there's it's absolutely so- no oh. need for anything to go on for over 90 minutes I don't know how anyone is fit enough to do anything for that long mm. but things like basketball I watch I generally really enjoy watching basketball okay yeah bas- live
1: basketball matches are fun as well
0: yes never in because I'm five foot something but I used to play basketball go and get your laughs in I'm not going
1: to laugh. No. (sighs) I
0: believe it. I believe it because it's a competitive sport. And I like competition. And you love competition. I absolutely thrive. Off of competition But also I have a thing With sport people I think that Like I have books about I uh, have book I have Mac- Magic Johnson's book I think wow. their tenacity And how they manoeuvre Is insane I feel like Even with watching Like the documentary Michael Jordan documentary On um, Netflix mm-hmm. Just hearing their stories And hearing how they're Like so determined And they're like I'm going to get this And they train And things like that Yeah I find it inspiration- I find it insanely amazing Yeah And they decide They're going to play sport From then like Nine years old I'm mm. going to do this. And they actually see it through. I want to be a pilot, a fashion designer and a discuser at nine years old. I am neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of it, I dropped along the way. So like when I watch their documentaries or read their stories, I'm obsessed with being a sportsman because I don't think I have it in me. And I definitely lack sportsmanship because there's no way I'm, I'm losing and watching people winning for celebrate in front of me. There's no way.
1: Yeah, you, I don't think you would make it. There, I,
0: there's no, I'm either fighting or walking out the stadium.
1: Can you watch Mm. people like cheering in front of you when you've lost? I don't mind other people winning things. I I really don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I don't have that competitive nature, but like, I don't really care. It's not going to kill me. But if they're against you, like if you're playing a sport and they're
0: against you and they win, you don't care. But what's going to happen to you? Are you going to die? But I lost. It doesn't
1: matter. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't. No, no, deep it. If you really, really think about it, Obviously, yes, you've trained, etc. But it's not. I know this sounds lame, but it's not just about the win. That's why they're so impressive. Oh it, gosh, you're, you're a taking part person. No, I'm not a taking part person. But I'm like, you tried, just like you said. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the Nigerian in me doesn't allow for the you tried. You know, you can't win everything. Have you won everything that you've
0: ever taken part in? Anything I definitely come in. I don't take part in. That's
1: a cop out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: absolutely is a cup out. And of course, I've lost many of things. I used to play sport in school, so of course, I've lost many of things. But I've also been heartbroken about it.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't have the energy, man. it's too many of like I remember in being room, right? in coaches on the way home from like a netball game or a basketball game or athletics and crying. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like genuinely sobbing.
1: You would be a football hooligan if you were more interested
0: in it. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> fight. I wouldn't do any of that. But I would, crying. yeah. If I was a sportsman, I would absolutely, I would absolutely sob damn like when i lose that quizzes i like go upstairs <laughs> do you want <know? laughs> you know this like a games night and like you just did it with i'm like no i going upstairs or if it's in the house boards. i would never let everyone get out i would, would not let everyone leave my house right now. i'm not telling myself at all you're not i'm not all. it's just i can't help it damn like what? i'm not even a, i don't even let kids win things
1: you know, let's move on because it's, it's getting it's getting <laughs> terrifying it Is like if I is. go like bowling with kids i like, you're not winning I apologise to all the kids out there Talani will not beat you if you ever I will beat every sport any time you come head to head with me little kid I will beat you <laughs> <laughs> So today is a very interesting, interesting show that we're talking about. You might have seen the trailer on your social media. It's Sexy Beasts. It's a show where people who are desperate to find love dress up in prosthetics that make them look like random animals and or creatures. Mm -hmm. We've got some who's dressed as an owl. Someone who's dressed as the devil, someone who's dressed as the shark. It goes on and on, on and on and on. And our guest today is Simon Welton. And a bit about Simon Welton is he's the, he's the creator and exec producer of Sexy Bees, but has also worked on some of the biggest shows in British TV. Big Breakfast, yep. Big Brother, yep. Soccer Aid, yep. Space Cadets, okay. Bubble okay. Histories. That's just an okay. few. So he's the man who knows about how to make an entertaining intriguing format and this is definitely one of the most intriguing shows i've seen lately
2: welcome to the strangest blind date ever
1: hey how you doing how, are you? how you
2: doing <laughs> could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone
1: what
0: is your ideal woman
2: personality for me is everything ash
1: first personality second you're the best looking devil i've ever seen <laughs> this is really weird right
0: now
2: <laughs> would you count this as a weird experience for you yeah uh so i like your fin
1: simon 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 it is an honor to have you on mainly because look as somebody who works on social for netflix uk <laughs> um, when we put this trailer out for sexy beasts that tweet went wild Insane. so many people yeah, so many people were talking about it. I mean, it's 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 gold for a trailer, isn't it? Because it's, like, so absurd and yeah. so weird yeah. that, like, you have no choice but to be like, what the hell is this? Like, such a great concept. But, of course, a lot of Brits would have already seen the show before because it did exist on BBC Three yeah. before. How does it work in terms of something going from BBC Three to going on to Netflix? Like, what's that transition there? How, what's the deal? How did it happen?
2: Well, it happened that they they happened to have a I think they called it almost like a speed dating pitch or something so we went in you know and you know lots of companies were going in there and we we sort of you know pitched it as an idea because you know we loved uh, the series that that we made for BBC Three and you know it was a real shame it it didn't come back and it got buried in all kinds you know when BBC Three went online and everything else and we you know really believe in it it's a great show and it's really fun to make so a little tape together of bits and pieces from from that series and just you know use that and we sort of pitched it as it's it you know it's a it's a way of doing a sort of warm funny dating show that's what yeah. the show is you know it's designed to be you know they're 22 minutes now you know and and it's a really just enjoyable break you know it's, it's that kind of escapism that i think we kind of all need no,
1: absolutely. <laughs> right
2: now. you can sit and watch these and you, you giggle along and you play the game and you want to know what they will look like and you want to know if they you know, do get together and, you know, it's just a, you know, hopefully we sort of make you laugh with Rob's voiceover. And yeah, you yeah. pitched it as a, you know, you don't really have a sort of lighthearted comedy, you know, dating show because it was, it was pretty, um, um, too hot. It was, it was, you know, we, we would, we, we went and saw them before we even knew what too hot to handle oh, was, which,
0: nice.
2: you know, has a sort of similar vibe in, in a sense of Desiree's, you know, voiceover yeah. and yeah. Um, the sort of tone of that. So,
0: okay. So why did you decide? To go for the beastly angle of it all, like is it a kink? Is it a? Is it? Is
2: uh, it <laughs> so I'll tell you. I'll tell you how this. I'll tell you how this worked. Right. I. I had an idea called that I called Mrs. Datefire. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. I Mrs. Mean, Datefire is of favorite film, our,
2: So, you, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. so and, and and I'm I'm a sucker for a fairly bad pun. So immediately I was like, okay, that that. That's quite good. And <laughs> the, the idea was that you take you take a guy and he's, he's gonna date a girl, but he's really nervous about it. And so, or this is a girl that's gonna date a guy and she's really nervous about it. And so you try and help them out on that date that they're gonna have by the, the girl that he's gonna date thinks she's on this, this show that's all about dating. And so you then take the guy and you dress him up in prosthetics. You age him to be like an older woman. What this girl likes on a date, the kind of guy she goes for, all that sort of thing. So the idea was that the guy would then put the prosthetics on, look like an old woman, talk to this girl, and he'd learn lots of things about her. And so when he went into the actual date later, he was kind of armed with stuff that he knew about her and she liked. Disceptful. Yeah, yeah. And so um, it is a bit, it's a bit creepy actually. When you look back <laughs> <on it. laughs> to be honest with you, I'm glad, I'm glad it went with. And so we did a, we did a little taster actually, and we, we, we got you know some people and, and we put aging prosthetics on them. And the two things we learned were. Firstly, like aging prosthetics don't look real, really, to the naked eye. So you kind of, people are immediately going, oh, this is not right here, mm. you know. not, not right. mm. and, and actually, the more difficult thing was, you then have to get the guy to perform. So he has to do, you know, what Robin Williams did. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right,
1: right. And,
2: it, and it just didn't work because, you know, these people weren't actors. But that sort of led me to the thought that actually, you know, what prosthetics do best is they do creatures and animals and mass. So that was kind of the thought, like, okay, how can you use that? And, you know, it's also sort of pre-masked singer, all this sort of thing, you know, it's a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. So the other thought was, well, it, if you're flicking through the channels and you come across that show, you are going to stop and go, what? Yes. what is this? You know, why is there a beaver, like, on a shotgun date with a leopard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, so that, that was really the genesis of it, yeah.
1: That is my biggest question. Mm. Aside from where did this idea come from, is, like, I would love to be a fly on the, on the wall for when you decide what, beast you're going to put in this show because the way that i imagine it is that everybody gets like a bit drunk a bit the teacher, <laughs> and then there's just a spinning wheel and everyone's like all right it's going to be a devil with a ant yeah. like how did you decide even what you're going to include in the show well you,
2: you've got it right i mean that's exactly how it's <laughs> right, yeah, fair, fair. We, we sat down and we just tried to write as, down as many things, animals, creatures as we could think of that were quite cool because so Christian who's the guy that sort of designs all the prosthetics and runs the company that sort of make them put them on he's amazing really and there's there's sort of nothing that you can't give him uh, in terms of an idea of what if it looked you know do what would a beaver look like and so we we just wrote down a very long list and he at the same time was writing a very long list of uh ideas and thoughts and then he put together like a little sort of mood board with you know what kind of like with, with Bennett who's the mandrill baboon thing that that yeah. kind of pose and everything and so and then I we hated went,
0: that face uh, yeah, that's that terrifying, creed, amazing, it, it? it creeps me out so much and yeah. then when <laughs> like they did the kissing bit and I was like, oh my god this I literally said out loud this is disgusting but could not stop watching <laughs> it like I was just watching it I was <laughs> look yeah because I imagined that like you gave people um creatures according to their personality so because i was going to ask you
2: who would yeah. me and gina be if you had to beast us up oh well mm-hmm. we said oh, well i don't oh God, I have to think about it we didn't do it that way all oh, right yeah we did it is we we cast the masks in the shows actually as well as casting the people at the same time oh, right. what we're trying to do is go okay so you want different textures and colors and you want a couple of animals and maybe something mythical and so we were trying oh, yeah. to go. what looks Good together because you know some of them have got scaly skin and some of them have got fur and some of them you know just like you know sort of almost like human skin so that was really how we put the masks together is what would make the shows look great whilst at the same time we're sort of casting the people and you know, trying to figure out who we wanted to be our pickers and, and and all that. So yeah, the the other thing about the mass as well, and to go back to that original idea, was do you remember a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. It's I, not a small show. Everyone. knows Yeah. It. You know, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm really old, so I don't know if people really remember it anymore. No, we still remember um, it. We've got. You, we've I used got you. to really like those bits where you get like a a couple of vampires talking about normal things, or or having yes. a bit of an argument or something, and that's where. Yeah that's what we wanted in the show is we wanted, you want, you know, there's, there's a sort of couple of them in there that there's a, there's a bit where there's a guy, okay, so two guys are talking and one guy's going to the other. This is, this isn't in the show actually. So, but there's two guys talking and one goes to the, other. Oh, do you know what? When I used to work in it, I, I just, I really, <laughs> he says, he says, I really lacked confidence, but when I became like a personal trainer, oh, you know, I really changed me and that on it's that in, in, in and of itself, it's just a nice sweet conversation. But, that's a Sasquatch talking to a parrot. <laughs> 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 so that's what makes it lovely. You just, you know, you just eavesdropping on these brilliant little conversations. It just, it just really amused me that sort of thing.
1: That is such a good question, T. Which which beast would we be? What beast would you want to be? i don't know
0: that, i think it's a hard question i wouldn't be like a devil or anything because i don't play with things like the that Devil was
1: really scary it reminded me of the devil did you ever watch power, power puff girls yes. the devil in yeah they look
0: like that character yeah. really i think i'd like one to be i don't know a raccoon. i don't know i don't know why <laughs> i don't even know why <laughs> but i feel like that would be a fun thing to play with i feel like all of the like, dating shows, like, there's been a, they're always successful. Like, I feel like there hasn't been a dating show that I've ever hated. But the lesson always is, you know, it's not always about looks. Because when I first watched this, I, mm. I thought, oh, do you remember Dating in the Dark? Yep. I yeah. don't know if you guys, the good old days of living TV, where it was like, you, kind of, you didn't see this person. This was like a much more upgraded, clean, more beautiful, more weird version of Dating in the Dark sort of thing. But it's like, what's wrong with just liking someone for their looks? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like everyone is trying to tell us not
0: to and be like but
2: why not yeah i don't think there is anything <laughs> wrong with it and that's why all those different shows exist really I, my thing on it is in the end the looks will go that's the you know as you know as you guys can see but thankfully anybody listening to this can't looks go like 40 years time you want to still be able to have a chat to each other don't you and i think if you've sort of bonded on if you felt that click initially based on personality rather than looking I mean again you know to, to go back to your your mm-hmm. two hot episode uh, with, with the two of you just at one point just gushing over
0: I oh, know it, <laughs> it? it was we
2: don't we mention episode. that anymore
0: <laughs> it's, it's also embarrassing it's ridiculous and then yeah and then you find out more about the person you realize oh these looks don't actually matter because this person's an awful person <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing in our way hopefully you're trying to find whether they're awful or not quite quickly
0: no it, it is quite nice as well but do we ever get an update on what happens to these guys because that's the only thing that i have missing for me of dating yeah, shows i want to know definitely. what happens i
2: suppose if it works maybe if people watch it then yeah. Then, yeah. then maybe so i mean a lot of them are still in touch you know i can i can tell you that much but yeah oh, nice we shot what sort of september october november last year so it's quite a long time ago now
1: yeah mm. I love them. Speaking of looks fading,
2: mm.
1: my favourite episode by far is the one with the beaver. Yes. because I just thought that he was absolutely... What is the name of that guy? James. James. I thought he was absolutely ridiculous in every way, shape or form. Yeah. But he has so many good lines because it's like, the. I think he's talking to the girl who's the pixie mm. uh, or fairy or something. She's, <laughs> she's like, blue. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, what do you like about me? He's like, oh, I really like your body. And she's like, oh, so like, what would you do if I gained 400 pounds? And he was just like, his answer was like, stop, it's something really
2: bad. Like, mm, I wouldn't be as... <laughs> well, he can't answer to start with. I mean, that's the point where he starts looking across at the guy that's sort of teaching them how to do ice carving. <laughs> like, what the hell? And this guy just leaves him hanging, like, going, oh, I'm not getting involved. Like, get out of this on your own, mate. It was
1: very
0: I love helpful. when I love those awkward date moments that you get on TV. I think they make for great television, and you watch it. You're like yeah. Please don't say that. Please don't say that. And then they say it, and it's just like, yeah. why? Why have you done that? So Sam, we're going to get a bit personal because you, you're, you're you're the king of dating according to us in the show. Have you had any <laughs> awful awkward dating situation where you might have wished you was a beast?
2: What me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, the problem with that is I've been with my wife for twenty years 27 years so it's a a long time ago it's a long time i can't really remember to be be genuinely honest with you i i can't actually remember those days
0: so you were dating at the times where we didn't need to go through these extremes and people just met each other nicely and got married and had lovely
2: lives i was dating at a time when there were no apps believe that where you met people in real life and um yeah you know had a had a chat <laughs> oh Take him gosh. to the dance Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, It was kind of around when mobile phones Were probably coming in as well So I'm not sure if there was texting Or anything like that at that point really To begin with it was. I mean you're talking about the dark ages really
0: Wait, What did you have Because I was young I'm old enough to remember the times Where you would call their house phone yes. And be like Good afternoon Mrs., Mrs Andrews Can I please speak to Simon And then you just have to be really really polite So I remember yeah. that Or being like I'm going to call you at exactly six o'clock Be by the house phone at exactly six o'clock.
2: And also, let's not forget the house phone was like quite often at the bottom of the stairs, and everybody else was walking past you. So there was no way you (laughs) would have any sort of like (laughs) intimate conversation of any kind. Yeah, no. I had a lovely day. Thanks very much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice. I feel like everyone who is like fronts these shows are all people that are like, wildly in love and like have these stable relationships and they're like getting all these people who are like, I will literally sell a half a kidney just to get. <laughs> a, a smidge <laughs> of what you have. A smidge of what uh, you well, have. A smidge of what you have. Well,
2: maybe, Simon. maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's so interesting because we, when we put the casting stuff out, we couldn't, we couldn't say it was Sexy Beast. So we just sort of, you know, put things out going, do you want a, was it, was it unexpected or unique approach to dating? That was it, I think that was the only thing that we really said on the invite. And so, you know, it's interesting to see who applies for these things you know.
0: How do you go through the casting? How do you pick who's worth coming on?
2: Well I mean you know it's a sort of standard thing really where they you know they get in touch and then you, you get them to sort of you your casting team have video chats with them as it, you know mm-hmm. as it was in the pandemic certainly we, we didn't we weren't able to go out and we had people you know here in the UK we had people in the states sort of doing that and then you, you know we you sort of filter them down and you have longer chats with them and you know talk to them. I mean you know the one thing the one thing hopefully that you sort of notice when you know in those initial introductory bits when you first meet everybody at the, top yeah. the show they've all got a bit of a story you know there are people
1: yeah
2: as, I don't know if you've seen um there's an episode with a guy uh, called Kolechi who's a rooster <laughs> <laughs> in there in in this in these first six and there's a brilliant moment where Cassie the frog tells him that she's not not actually been on a date in two years and he <laughs> And his face just drops, and it's really funny because it's it's a big root. His face. <laughs> um, but you know that was her story that she's not been on a date in two years. That, you know everybody in there sort of you know had a hard time sort of finding a date. And and Carousel the Panda, who's in episode three, who is amazing, she was genuinely coming on looking for love, looking for her husband, like really. She, let's do this. Aww. Let's do this. And she's she's amazing. She's fantastic as well. Do you she's,
0: reckon she's found? Yeah, has she? I did, uh, not spoiler.
2: Really. No, I know that they're, they're all planning on getting together to watch it when it goes.
1: Okay, <laughs> Ooh, we never wow. that. yeah, so
2: that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: hopefully. Okay, cool. Hopefully. Obviously, in the show, yeah. we've got some people who I was getting a bit confused because we've got some people who are American, yeah. some people who are British. Yeah. Where is this actually
2: filmed? All filmed in the UK. Our sort of main place where we shot the sort of you know the big set pieces that's a Nebworth house which is just outside London and the dates all happen sort of in and around London so yeah, I mean again, really, I suppose sort of slightly pandemically we had to sort of contain it all. But yeah, you know, out and about we went into London, into bars and all sorts of places for the dates. It was it was it was great fun. But yeah, no, all here. Could you not tell because it looked quite cold quite a lot of the time?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be fair, yeah. That episode where she's saying she's cold and then um James does not give her his jacket. James <laughs> yeah. was James known. was just not a good date oh. James like, oh. was he just loved his muscles too much. That was his real yeah. that's his true love. His, his yeah. own
2: muscles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic.
0: Okay, yeah. so you might not have done the rounds when it comes to dating, but when it comes to TV, you've been around. <laughs> what's one of been your favourite shows to
2: like create or be a part of? I do love this. This, this show is great. Like, there's um, myself and Sarah, who's the series producer. We both did the the original sort of BBC series as well, and we love it because we both like the funny side of it. You know, we're mm. constantly trying to think, okay, what what what's you know what's the funny thing that's said here when we're you know when we're in the edit or we're sort of what looks funny, and you know it's like when it's like when James and Alexis go for the the shotgun date the fact that they've got ear defenders and goggles on this is... <laughs> funny, <laughs> I mean you can barely hear anything anyway so I you know that show and then you know I was, I, I, I've been lucky like I, I did the early Big Brothers and that was great because it, it just felt like everybody this was a new thing and everybody was you know watching you know that first series with Nick you know and that's Nick and everything
0: phenomenal
2: mm. you know you've gone from a show where nobody really knows what it is to the sun trying to fly little planes over the house and drop leaflets that he was cheating you know into the garden because again that was anyway you could try and get a message across in those days you know to go right back to where I started off which is the big breakfast I was just really lucky because that show they just threw everything at you like go do this go do that so I was like a little a little AP the second person that I ever had to interview was Robert Redford <laughs> oh, <wow. Bloody> <laughs> and, oh my god what do I say what do I do what what can I do not to get this wrong you know and all that sort of thing so I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for the sort of career that I've had and I've, I've enjoyed loads of the shows that I've done you know right now we're filming Horrible Histories which is which is great fun to do you know that's yeah. the show that not only is it fun to do but you get all these lovely letters from kids and their parents that watch it and you know it kind of makes you feel like you know there's a bit of a point in some of it because it is actually getting kids interested in history and mm-hmm. that's, that's a really really nice thing.
0: Ah, nice! Only Big Brother really nice. was probably some of the best TV ever, and I feel oh, like God. for a lot of like reality TV shows, the first couple of seasons series <laughs> are the best ones because after that, people know what to do, yeah, and mm. people go in for like with a game plan and stuff. But like the first couple, where people not really too sure that <laughs> you can be famous on this. they don't know what's going to come out of this. It is yeah. such good television. Yeah, I mean, you, th- you
2: think back to that first series you know those of us that sort of works it talk about this a lot and you know back then they had like one task a week you know and mm-hmm. now it's like several a day to sort yeah. of keep doing that stuff but they were just left alone really to sort of tend the chickens and you know you think back to Darren and with Marjorie the chicken that he got <laughs> you know all those all those lovely things that probably you know wouldn't happen so much now because I think TV moves at a faster pace now you know it's, yes. it's you know, the audience expects it. But, and that's partially why our shows are like 22 minutes long I think rather than you know, the original cuts were about 40, which is oh, just right. too long, you know. So that's because mm. we're, we're terrible and we get too wedded to every bit of, you know, content that makes us laugh or that's quite sweet or, you know, we're, we're awful. So, um, yeah, we cut it down. But I think, you know, that was the right thing to do. They play very well at 20-odd minutes, actually. Yeah, definitely yeah.
1: definitely. I've always wondered this about shows that are highly talkable, right? Because mm. as you say, you've been involved in Big Brother is one of the most talkable shows ever. Of my whole generation, I think, yeah. Especially in my generation, like I remember everyone would be talking about it, like proper water cooler, everyone would be talking about it the next day. Mm. Sexy Beast, as we said, massive. Like, everyone was talking about it on Twitter. Have you ever had a moment, like how do you, how do you, I guess, because sometimes people will love or hate it. Yeah. Like people will either love it, love Sexy Beast, or think this is absolutely yeah. terrible. Um, how do you cope with that? Have you ever had a moment where you've overheard somebody talking about your show and they're like slagging it off? You have to let it
2: go, really. Is mm. what I've learned. I mean, actually, back in, back in the dark days of, and I mean, dark as in the just a long time ago when when we did the first the BBC Three series, it was me that was doing the Twitter account, so I'd see it all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we, no. Just sit there going, oh, I mean, it was great when nice things came in. But obviously, you know, you can't please all the people, you know. And I've seen, yeah. you know I'm have know, i sure you've seen it with the response to the trailer that, you know, that, that went out oh. on a Netflix account. And I think it's quite interesting that because I think people, people either love the sort of core concept or hate it. And and the thing is, you kind of go, yeah, I think on the surface, it is a, it is a mad idea and maybe you don't like it. And maybe you do think that it's some sort of, you know sort of cynical way of making telly but actually we've done it because it's really good fun and if you watch the show you're gonna laugh and you're gonna want to know what they look like it's actually quite sweet it's not a sort of you know I don't think it's exploitative at all I think everybody that came on it had a really really nice time you know so yeah you just have to learn to let go really I guess you guys get it I mean you know you get you get people coming to you regarding the podcast right and you you have to sort of go yeah you know
0: But you know, it's such a good point you make about wanting to see what they look like, because ultimately I was like, I need to see what, because... The mask is so good that you, there's not a clue on what they look like. Like You can't even yeah. imagine yeah. it. I like, remember the yeah. devil, Amazing. when yeah. she took herself, I was like, oh, I didn't think she's gonna look like that. Right. And it is that nice bit of yeah. like, you're playing along with the contestants. So they're like, Cause none of, no one knows what's happening really. You
2: know what, we were as well to a degree. So as part of the you know casting process, obviously we sort of see the videos and you know photos and things, but what, what a lot of us very deliberately did on set is we didn't meet them for the first time until they had the prosthetics oh. on. And so you mm-hmm. get to know them, it's three days to shoot a show. So we get to know them over three days and you, you know, you're so, you start to go, oh, you know what? And then, and then there was this brilliant moment where, so in Nedworth house where we shot it, the, the room in which we did those hero shots, you know, them in front of the big light yeah. that had, was one of the upstairs rooms there. And so there's this brilliant moment where you're waiting at the top of the stairs and and here they come and they come around the corner and you see them for the first time and climbed up and ready for their reveal hero shots and and it was amazing because every time you're like oh my god this, <laughs> yeah, this is not what i thought was coming so that was that was really good for us it sort of put us a little bit in the shoes of the viewers and that, yeah we, we kind of knew roughly what these people look like but until you actually see them in the flesh and particularly when they're all you know they've got the they've got the netflix glam on you know that that's that's really nice i think that was a really good moment can you tell us
1: what makes perfect TV, or at least the most entertaining TV.
2: Who's got the magic formula? I don't think anybody's got the magic
1: formula. You've got it you've
0: got it. it out,
2: you've worked it and <laughs> I'm talking about me and Sarah here because we, we keep calling ourselves the hive mind. Like when we, we will often have exactly the same thought about a thing, you know, mm. it, you know in, in, a, in a show. It's kind of like the telly that I watch, I like to just, like Taskmaster is my favourite show. Right, okay. Mm. And I like Taskmaster because everyone there is having a good time and it's really funny. And you kind of feel like you're in on the moment a bit so that for, you know for me and Sarah it's kind of funny and nice and warm that that's that's what I like in entertainment that's what I and at the minute I think that's what people still want you know even though you know hopefully we're sort of starting to come out of all of this I think people still want a bit of escapism you know when you when mm-hmm. you when you watch TV so I think I think funny is is key and I, you know if you can if you've got the money you know try and make it look nice I think I think you, you need people to engage for it and I think crucially as well you need, you need people really to root for the people that they're mm-hmm. watching. Any of your to like we didn't want to put anybody in these shows who we didn't like. Like there's nobody that was cast because they were a, a bad person or we thought they'd be, you know, it's not like when you put in a what was Lady C and I'm a celebrity and all of a sudden that show goes off the rails or, or yeah. take It yeah. doesn't go off the rails. It just becomes a different show, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: didn't put anybody in there that we thought was an agitator or you know, was was a bit edgy because it's that's it's not that show. I think we're we're trying to create something that you watch because you're gonna have a nice time watching it. Really, I suppose. Sorry, that's a really rambling answer, isn't it? But the truth is, I don't know the key. <laughs> okay, no, that
1: was that was a good answer. It was we'll a good answer.
0: I will take it, Simon. Um okay. I don't know how Go I'm on. gonna pitch that to Netflix. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> People will have a nice time, and it'll it's be twice. funny. It'll be nice time. We'll <laughs> <a> <laughs> thank you so much Simon we have learned a lot hopefully we get a reunion show fingers crossed
2: I hope so yeah well you know fingers crossed I mean like you say the reaction to the trailer was no. I don't think any of us expected sort of beyond our wildest dreams really I I, I sat there all night on that first night just just open mouth just looking at the response you know on on Twitter and um yeah it's been it's been really lovely so fingers crossed people sort of come to it and watch it and enjoy it
0: would the reunion be near masks or would it just be everyone be themselves what do you reckon
2: Oh, new masks, Every, every, well, you know, there's lots of ideas. I mean, there's lots of ones that we didn't make. And, uh, you know, who knows where we can go with it next time. So that would be fun.
0: Thank you so, so much, Simon. Um, okay. We can't wait for everyone else to see it because we've kind of watched it all. So we want everyone else to watch it now so we can start having a chat about it, basically.
2: Oh, thanks yeah. so much. It's been really lovely talking to you. Oh my God! I've kissed
1: this girl and I don't know what she looks like. I'm literally just like in love with the moment. Put it, put it, put it, put it. Put it. <laughs>
2: time has come.
0: This is going to be really tough for me. I can't choose both of you. I've made my decision.
1: My sexy beast is there's interspecies relationships happening on my grounds. I won't stand for it.
0: That was amazing talking to Simon. As you can tell, we are very excited for you all to watch it. Like, please watch it. It is a weird and wonderful dating show. I think probably one of the most weirdest and wonderfulest dating shows I've ever seen. Yeah. And if I was to ever go on a dating show, it would be that. But I wouldn't take the mask off to reveal myself. Why? As in on, shame, in it? Oh. <laughs> oh, I just don't want to be that person. That it's, it's so bad now that I'm on the dating show to find love.
1: Would do it, you know? Not even going to lie. Would you go on a dating show to find
0: love? You won't even join internet dating. You would not go on a dating show to find love. I you will not joined even
1: internet join... dating. Oh, Revelation. Yeah, I told you I've been on Hinge. So you would do this then? I think I would. Like, when we say of all the dating shows, I think... Either this one, because I think it's quite funny. Like, it's, t- it's obviously taking the piss out of itself. It doesn't yeah, take absolutely. itself too seriously, yep. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could kind of laugh that one off so it doesn't yep. feel like I'm, like, hella desperate. Yeah. Or, or I would probably do... Oh, I can't tell if I do a Married at First Sight or a Love is Blind. Both of them are equally I would to absolutely me. do Love is Blind. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I do like the idea of Love is Blind. I like,
0: yeah, because I think Married at First Sight, the commitment is too big to marry them, sure, all right?
1: True, true, But
0: Love true. is Blind, I like, can decide at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to do it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Could you ever, if somebody said to you, "I'm going to give you money to produce your own dating show," would you do? Would you do Absolutely.
0: it? Absolutely. Mm. I'm looking would be great at it. I love love and all things like that, right? Yeah, you'd be great. I've, I've got ideas. I've got ideas. Right? Okay. Dating shows aside, mm.
1: what is your recommendation for this week? Okay, this is what I'm recommending for this week. Do you know who the comedian Tim Robinson is? Yes, I do actually. Oh, check me out. Uh, okay, girl. So. The second season of I Think You Should Leave is on Netflix now. If you didn't watch the first season, or if you don't even know what the show's about, it's a sketch comedy show, so you don't have to have seen the first season or anything like that. And there's lots of different—he's just taking the piss out of loads of different things. It's just really funny. It's light-hearted. You don't have to pay too much attention. It's just hilarious. Nice. Have
2: you been the victim of unfair treatment by a business or a corporation? Has this ever happened to you? Ah! Ah! Ah!
0: Sunday fun day with these pig dicks hope nobody gulps us
1: I don't know if you ever saw a clip or if anybody listening ever saw a clip from last season and it was a sketch about writing a caption on Instagram and it's this girl that's sitting in a group of her friends and she's like just sitting with these fat pigs we hate it here bro but like she's taking it's basically taking the piss out of how Women like self-deprecate.
0: Oh yeah, we do do that, don't we? Yeah. Oh god, that is my biggest angle of comedy. Really? Yeah, just taking the piss out of myself.
1: Yeah, honestly, same. I can't write an Instagram caption that isn't take. Like, even if I'm posting it because I'm like, I look nice, I have to write something that is.
0: Got, look at me oh, being okay. silly. Hello. Yeah, um, when yeah. in fact, is, I look gorgeous in this picture. Exactly. We about your next that Instagram all? post, I want you to caption, "I look beautiful here." Okay. Please do it. Will you do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay, that's great news. (laughs) I'm so excited to see it. Um, My recommendation this week is, so it was actually triggered by a thing I saw. So I saw a tweet that said something along the lines of like, all adults should be going to spelling bee challenge and you will see how stupid you really are and I was like wow that's <laughs> true if that I true. was to ever do a spelling bee anything I would reveal myself to be an idiot like imagine I just being told to spell words What what is that yeah I don't know autocorrect does that for me so there's a documentary called spelling the dream it came out in 2020 and it's about kind of like Indian Americans who are kind of like amazing at spelling and they consistently win competition and it follows like four hopeful spellers i guess like these are kids mm. and it just follows their docu- like it documents their journey trying to win this like spelling bee massive competitions because spelling bees are huge in america mm. and i'm so glad they never took a hit here because god have mercy uh-huh. like that is one thing i cannot do which is spell so shout out these kids who have spelled words i've never heard before in my life that sounds great
2: Ready, set, spell Shukrut O-U-T-E Shukrut Correct Kedorzen Correct Inviscape. Correct And biscuit. Correct Ah, oh, dang it Spelling bees are a time-honored American tradition, and the Scripps National Spelling Bee is the most prestigious contest in the country.
0: To be a winner, you probably need to master 60 to 100,000 words. I know 98 to 99%. You can't be a champion by putting an hour a day.
1: Akash can read write, rewrite three languages.
2: He's so gifted. In a way that kids who are six, I've never seen a child spell. N-U-K-U-A-P-U-A-A
0: and on that, I wanted to ask you to spell some words that I consider difficult to spell.
1: Is this a joke? <laughs> I don't know if you're up for the challenge. Yeah, go on. Are you up, to, are you up for the challenge? Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm like quite... A, and you're then quite watch smart, me get are you? No, 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 it's not that I'm smart. It's that my, So my mum's dyslexic, so I've had... a tr- an ev- Growing up, I've had to spell things for her. Right. Okay. So I'm used to spelling things for people. So let's see if I can spell.
0: Okay. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to spell is the hope is that I can pronounce these words. um, Pharaoh, like the Egyptian pharaoh.
1: Pharaoh. P H A R O A H. No. Oh my days. (laughs) Pharaoh. Which is the right spelling? Yeah. P
0: H A R A O H. Oh, um, a- another o- commonly word, a commonly wor- misspelled word is misspell. Can you spell the word misspell for me?
1: <laughs> I'm scared. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got two s's or one? Oh, I don't, don't know. know. Spell it. You tell me. Misspell. I want to say it's got two s's, but what if it doesn't? M I S. Oh, I'm just gonna say P E have I'm two s's. No, sorry. it's M I S S.
0: P-E-L-L. Okay, last one for the winner. Okay. Diarrhea.
1: That one is so peak. I actually can't spell that. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> Oh my god, diarrhea Okay. D-I-A. Yep. Yeah. R. Yeah. R. Mm-hmm. H- o. Oh. am gonna lose it on these last three letters.
0: Oh, 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 get close. Oh, oh. Wait, if I
1: want to say E or O. O. Hey, hey. Yeah, well done.
0: I did it. You did it. I mean, we both still don't have a chance in a spelling B, but nice. um, I would recommend the spell- spelling, the dream. It's very, very interesting. And just to see how smart people are.
1: And you know what? That really does coincide with the fact that in America, the first African-American girl, I don't know if it's ever or in the last uh, like yes. several decades to yeah. win um, a national spelling bee, the national spelling bee. Uh, and it's so cute that clip yeah I know what a little babe that was a good recommendation thank you very
0: much yeah I think you should do you know what it is I did feel really stupid and it it brought me back to I don't know if you'd ever watch are you smarter than a 10 year old (laughs) yeah Um, which often made me feel like oh I'm not smarter than a 10 year old but yeah that is it for this week's episode of 1010 would recommend and we recommended spelling the dream we recommended I think you should leave see two happy viewing um, be sure to hashtag 1010 would recommend it's been great chatting to you guys have a lovely week and we shall be back next week I've been Tolly T
1: and I've been Gina see you guys soon but we won't see you but you see, you hear us hear so- us
0: soon bye, bye. <laughs>